Hey guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Uh, today was an extremely, extremely hot day, but I did really well in the driving for a ride share. Got a lot of people to where they needed to go. And uh, yeah, after that, it was like, uh, you need to get inside your apartment and make sure that AC is running. Uh, let's see. I'm happy to say that... My, I know you're wondering, how's Monkey doing? How's your little monkey doing? And I'm happy to say Monkey is doing great. And I'm happy to say that there are protests continuing to go on around the globe. Really, like around the globe, there are people protesting all over, guys, because of what happened here. So it's like my mom used to always say, what the devil does for bad, God does for good. And there is good coming out of the bad tragedy of another black man being killed at the hands of the police, which was George Floyd. Uh, let's go to what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I could talk a lot more about the protesting and I could talk a lot about the injustices that continue to go on. And I could talk a lot about just the way things are going and the things that I continue to hear. And I will say before I get into why I started teaching English as a second language, but I will say that it's just so crazy the world that we live in. I didn't tell you, but the other day this, I picked up this lady. She was an older white lady and she needed, um, I was told there was going to be a wheelchair, but I didn't know that there was going to be, that I was going to need to help her, uh, because the, you know, the knees aren't that great and my back and blah, 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 blah. And I, it's a really weird place to be because I, I like helping people. I've said that in a previous episode, but it's really hard because I got to think about myself and, and not overdo it. And the job of a rideshare driver is to get them from point A to point B. Um, and so sometimes I find myself um, frustrated because I can't just, you know, of course I got to help this lady with a wheelchair or the person with a wheelchair in the car, but it's like hard on my body let's just say that and and I don't know I don't I don't know what would what would fix that like um I don't know maybe I'll have to write to Lyft and, and Uber and, and and all that and and find a way to you know be given messages and and, and communication that says hey this this writer this writer is going to need assistance with their wheelchair are you able to do it question mark i mean because i saw a rideshare driver for lyft who had no legs and he's driving for lyft i thought that was amazing he i thought i was looking incorrectly but the guy actually had no legs because he was outside of his car waiting for uh hand sanitizers to be given to all the drivers from 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 lyft at the, that certain day so how 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 would he be able to help anybody that needed help getting into their car with the wheelchair? So I I don't know how how they do that or how they could do that. So um, because there are people who do Lyft and and, and Uber and other rideshare apps because uh, it's an easy for the most part it's a non manual it's not a manual demanding job. And anyway, I, I, I'm trying not to get too off the subject, but. This woman, uh, too late, you're saying. <laughs> this woman, she uh, was an older white woman, and she, and when I was, I had my one of my knee, my knee brace on, and I was telling her like, um, I got to be careful with my knee. You know, I was in the army, and my knees are 
and wear and tear or whatever. And she goes, oh, you're a veteran. That's great. And I get in the car. Finally, we get in the car. And she, she actually said this. She said, I'm so glad that you're American, you know, because lately I've just been getting a foreign driver's picking me up and I just was like I I, I bit my tongue guys and and if you've been listening to my episodes you know that I'm one to be vocal about what I feel strongly about and 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 it took everything for me not to say something to because this 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 is uh, it just was like I don't know it just I knew the age that she was and in her mentality i'm not saying of course i believe change can happen at any age but it just was one of those days where i was just like it's not worth it hope you're going to say something it's just not a long ride blah 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 but she just you know how does she know just because i'm american doesn't mean my family didn't come from a foreign country that i'm you know maybe i got my citizenship and i served my country that way you know the the, the point i'm trying to make is is she a racist? I, I'm, I can't say if she's a racist. She didn't, um, but she's definitely a, a, a person that's got some discriminatory uh, characteristics, prejudice characteristics, uh, for her to say such a blanket statement like that, uh, a, a blunt statement like that, rather. So it was just, it's very interesting. And I picked up uh, this really nice guy today, and he told me that his previous uh, rideshare driver who happened to be white, and he's white, mind you, she just went off and started talking about Fox News conspiracy theories about George Floyd and the protesting and and how uh, people need to understand that, you know, black people weren't the only slaves. And she just was going off and he said, I didn't say anything. She doesn't know that, he he said, she doesn't know that I'm a, I'm a, a gay liberal. Uh, but she just saw me as a white man and thought, hey, I'm going to share my uh, my thoughts on everything with him, thinking probably he's going to agree with her. I don't know, but he was very, very taken aback by that. And I'm like, yeah, oh, brother. But I digress for another day. Why or how did I get into teaching English as a second language? I've been wanting to share this for a while in Really, I can't. It wasn't happenstance. It was, I was, guys, I was at a place in my life where I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. It's kind of where I'm at now, but in a different kind of way. See, I graduated college in December of 2007. And in that same month, I ended up, um, let's just say, I ended up making a mistake that uh, ended up keeping me from joining the Dallas Police Department um, at the time. I was going to be able to join the Dallas Police Department, but I wouldn't be able to do it for a while due to um, some circumstances that came up with uh, me. And uh, and let's just say back in 2007, I just made some mistakes. And I was foolish. Excuse me. Woo. I was foolish and I should have known better and and I wasn't able to go towards the Dallas Police Department like I was being kind of groomed and recruited to to do like people in the Dallas Police Department who knew me because I worked at a hospital in security knew I was about to graduate from college knew I was a military veteran and I was a cop in the army so they were like you know you'd be great with our police department and but that was not meant to be. So then, 
I found myself just kind of like wondering what I was going to do. And, and so end of 2007 is when I graduated. 2008 comes along and I'm still, you know, contemplating what I want to do with my life. And towards the end of 2008, I end up kind of doing some deep soul searching, like what is it I'm supposed to do? God, praying to God. And I start watching different movies and stuff. And I came across a movie that's based on Mother Teresa's life. And I was like, okay, this looks like a good movie. And, I, and I've heard great things about Mother Teresa, obviously, of course, who hasn't. But I wanted to, like, learn more about her life. So I watched this movie. And in the movies, guys, in this movie, guys, um, one of the priests was complimenting Mother Teresa and, and, and told, um, you know, kind of basically saying, you're doing a wonderful job, blah, 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 blah. And Mother Teresa looked at him and said, I'm merely a pencil used for God's design. And that just, just hit me hard and it's just to the deep of my, the core of my being. And I was like, I was like crying. I was like, I, I want to be a pencil used for God's design. And what do you want me to do with this life I have? And I really, I, 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 and I'm not kidding. Like, I, I think I did weep because I was like, that's so beautiful. And so I just continued to think about what I wanted to do with my life. And I had always wanted to be a teacher, but I felt like I wasn't, I didn't want to be a teacher in America because my friends that are teachers in America, they're like, you know, it's kind of different now. And I was like, I'd have to go back to school. And I just was like, man, I don't know. And I came across a website uh, advertisement for teach English as a foreign language, travel the world, see the world as a teacher of the English language. And I was like, very like, what? Like, that would be cool. I could be a teacher and I can go to other places around the world. And so I looked up further and, and then I was like, this is, this is calling me. This is calling me. And so I, um, I ended up looking at some places to do it. I could have done it in America, but I was like, if I'm going to teach English in other countries, I might as well start in another country. And I found a place in the Czech Republic in the city of Prague who had a, it was ran by an American lady and it was a school uh, and you get a one month certificate. Uh, sorry, it's a one month course and you get a certificate afterwards of 120 hours. And I said, I'm going to do this. So I started saving up money. I started thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I signed up for a course in April of 2009. I mean, I, I, I just, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go full into this. And I, by April of 2009, I'd already, you know, um, resigned from my job and I saved up the money that I needed. I got the ticket to, to go to Prague and I sold everything that I had. And if I didn't sell it, I put it in storage. Or if I didn't have any use for it, I gave it away. I'm like legit was like, this is going to be a new chapter in my life and I need this. And so in April of 2009, um, I went off to Prague not knowing anybody there, 
uh, and I, I stand corrected. I had met, um, I went on, on the, um, on the online, on the websites, because uh, I wanted to know somebody already there to, to find kind of like an understanding of, of that country. So I went on like some website, uh, uh, it, it wasn't, wasn't like a dating website or anything like that it was just a god i can't remember because it was over 10 years ago i can't remember this the oh i think it was for like uh uh every country has like a forum for expats and this was like an expat forum and if you don't know what an expat is uh it's an expat is a person from one country living in another country and so i looked at the czech czech republic uh expat website forums and i was asking around to to kind of get to know more information about Prague you know the language the culture and all that stuff and I met a lady there and she ended up you know uh, communicating with me telling me the things that I need to know and and what to expect and we just ended up uh, continuing with our communications and she was like when you get here she actually taught English as a second language even though she's a native uh, Czech and they of course you can still you can do that even if english isn't your first language so she told me that when i got to prague you know to 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 let her know and and she'd kind of like be my 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 tour guide and in return i'd actually help her with practicing her english and so it was a really cool uh deal so when i get to prague it was just wow i mean prague is so beautiful the czech republic is so beautiful and i was really looking forward um, to be in there and starting this new chapter. I mean, my family had a going away party for me. I mean, it was like I had a plan. I'm, I think I'm going to go to Prague and I'm going to spend five years there and, and get this really amazing international experience. Uh, but I almost quit probably the first week. I almost dropped out of the course because let me tell you folks, just because English is our first language doesn't mean that we actually could be good at teaching English as a second language. And I'll have, and there's one word to explain why that is, and it's grammar. Grammar is not something that just flows naturally with us because English is our first language. We didn't have to learn grammar like people who don't speak English have to learn grammar. And that was a huge wake-up call to not just my me but everybody else in the class with the exception of the girl that was from Abu Dhabi and the other girl that was teaching uh, English in Germany who had already learned a lot about grammar. And I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. Why did I do this? I spent the money and, and, and all of this. And I'm like, but and if it was not for that gal that I met there in Prague if it wasn't for her I would not have honestly I would not have gotten through that course because it was intense like by day two we are actually teaching English to Czech students and we I'm like what day two don't we need like a week to get prepared to be standing in front of a classroom and teaching people but not so much it was a one-month course so it was really 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 hardcore and again I like I really was going to like I can do this I'm gonna drop out I made the biggest mistake in the world my my life and oh my god what am I getting myself into grammar sucks seriously like grammar is not <laughs> to this day 11 years later I still suck at grammar and uh thankfully they didn't need me to teach grammar in Saudi Arabia but the course was intense. The course was crazy. I thought I was going to quit 
after not even the full first week and I thought I was going to quit every day. And if it wasn't for my friend that I met there, uh, who, because English wasn't her first language, she knew a lot about grammar and she was uh, really, really helpful and helped me study and stuff. So being in Prague wasn't like some amazing experience that first month because it was just, just every day was like grinding and, and studying. And, you know, when I say grinding, I mean like, it's just crazy guys. It was just crazy. And I just didn't know if this was the right decision. And yes, I got through it and my, my classmates were amazing. And, um, I felt like, okay, now that this is done, I'm going to get a job in Prague. But what year was it? It was in 2009, which was right after the economic, uh, problems that the world had. And there were just no jobs available. And the jobs that they were that were available, they paid nothing. I'm talking maybe eight hundred dollars a month, not a week, a month. And you got to keep in consideration they got to pay for rent. You got to keep, you know, pay for this. You got to pay for that. And I was just like, I can't. I tried to live there for let's see, my course ended in May of 2009, and I lived there until July of 2009 because we could only, you know, if you're not from there, you have to, you can only be there on your passport for 90 days, which is three months. So, I had to make a decision, and I decided to go back to America because there were no jobs, and I went back to America, kind of like with my tail tucked between my legs, and I'm like felt like kind of a failure, felt deflated. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But before I moved back to America, I started already putting applications out to different places in other countries like Japan and Russia, uh, South Korea. And one came up in Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, even though I was like, okay, Saudi Arabia, like that's the last place in the world. Cause I don't know anything about Saudi Arabia. I don't, I only met one Muslim in my life and just was not something that I thought of a place to go to. But I put that, put my resume or CV as they call it in other places out there before I left Prague. Then I moved back to Texas. Oh, I didn't go to Texas. I moved, I went straight, I went to Denver, which one of my buddies lives in Denver, outside of Denver. And I just felt like I wanted to spend some time there and kind of away and think about what I was going to do. But when I was in Colorado, I was like pretty much poor. I, all my savings and everything was depleted. And I'm like, okay, what am I getting myself? I mean, I was like 38, 37, 38. So yeah, but I had to think about what jobs were feasible. Japan was hiring, Russia was hiring, but to go to Japan and Russia, you have to find your own transportation like you have to pay for your own flights to those places South Korea was okay but again you know I had to look at what was best for me and the only one that came out to be like I can do this was Saudi because Saudi was offering free plane ticket to Saudi free uh, taking care of my visa costs and they would be putting me in and um in a, a villa or apartment that would not be out of pocket. All those things would be a part of the contract. So 
I prayed about it. I actually went back to Texas, came back to Texas and lived with my mom and my stepdad. But I prayed about it, went through all the, the rigmarole of the visa process. And I kept asking God, God, if you want me in Saudi Arabia, I'm going to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't know why you would want me there. But if I can make a difference, if I can make a difference, even in one life, one one student's lives uh, with, you know, not just teaching English, but, you know, teaching some life, you know, giving my life experiences to my students and, and, you know, making a change in a positive way to even just one student, then it's worth it. Um, and, and, and just by sharing my life story and, and just being a positive influence for people, uh, that's what I would want to do along with teaching English as a second language. Anyway, I prayed about it and I said, God, it's got to be from you. It's got to be your will. This is where you want me. I'm going to do it. And, and everything worked out. Uh, a friend from high school loaned me some money to pay for the uh, visa. That uh, They said they'd repay me when I got to Saudi. And But he said, look, I'm going to loan you this money. He didn't say he was going to loan it to me, but, you know, I'm gonna, I want you to have this money so you can go out and, you know, do this. And so everything worked out with the visa. And in October, October of 2009, I headed to the Middle East, and as I said, hope in the Middle East. <laughs> that was when I uh, emailed a lot of people when I told them that I was going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, and, yep, yeah, hope in the Middle East. And that's how I got to Saudi Arabia. And there's going to be more I'm going to share with you guys about what it was like to live in Saudi Arabia, because um, I'm still working on the book about it. But I definitely would like to share some things in the future about, like, what it was like, um, you can get some tidbits of what is going to be in my book. And maybe you'll be interested in uh, purchasing this book once it's uh, available. But uh, yeah, I hope you didn't go to sleep and I gave you like a snooze fest of explaining all of that and getting to the, you know, uh, to how exactly I got to Saudi. But it's always important to give a backstory. I really believe it's not, hey, I didn't think I'd ever go to Saudi Arabia, but I one day was in Saudi Arabia. No, it's very important, I feel anyway, to give a backstory of how I ended up there. And um, and I will say this again, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And one, I'm very, very fortunate and grateful and blessed to have had. But I will talk more about what it was like once I got there. All right. Well, that's all I got for you today, guys. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're being healthy. And as always, God bless you. This has been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope, and I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.